0: Hello, my name is Laura Camacho. I'm the founder of the Mixonian Institute and this is our podcast, Speak Up, all about talking about the things you need to move ahead professionally. And today we're gonna talk about crisis communication a little bit and Winston Churchill. Uh, Have you ever been in a major lose-lose situation? Something like where your options ranged from really bad to catastrophic? Early May 1940, that is precisely where Mr. Churchill found himself as newly selected Prime Minister of the UK. Yes, he was Prime Minister. Essentially, Churchill was selected to be the bearer of unacceptably bad news in a country still reeling from the massive death toll and damage of World War I. One option was to cut a deal with Adolf Hitler, as the French had done, In fact, the Windsor family probably had already taken some steps down that path. And the other option was to engage in a war they could not possibly win. Winning would actually take uh, U.S. participation. And at that point, the U.S. was not about to get entangled in yet another European conflict. If your industry has ever been disrupted, you know a little bit about what this feels like. For example, leaders in healthcare are dealing with choices that may feel like Mr. Churchill's situation back in the day. Healthcare providers, for example, are being asked to treat more people more effectively at a lower cost and hurry up about it. So let's talk about crisis communication. Anytime workers must be laid off, a division is closed, a product is recalled, it's a lose-lose. Sometimes a needed confrontation can feel like a lose-lose if you're pretty sure that the person who needs to be held accountable is going to resist. And if you haven't ever been asked to share the bad news at a company or where an organization, at some point that day will be here. And we tend to judge Churchill more harshly these days because of his words against women's right to vote, racial issues, and others, which is understandable. Uh, Judging past leaders through our contemporary binoculars is natural, but it's not really fair because people criticized back in history can hardly defend themselves from the grave, and they lived in a world quite different from ours. After all, For many years, physicians actually recommended smoking to their patients. While in error, that doesn't mean that they were bad people. But back to you and crisis communication. The thing with crisis communication is you just can't be you in sharing your doubts and ambiguity. Crisis means people are stressed, Their brains are shut down and fear is driving all the buses. British Petroleum CEO Tony Hayward tried to authentically share during the truly catastrophic 2010 oil spill. Mr. Hayward referred to his true feelings, saying, We're sorry for the massive disruption it's caused their lives. There's no one who wants this over more than I do. I would like my life back. Oops. (laughs) Oops. It's not about you. Definitely, this is not the right response for the head of the company responsible for this bill. And, of course, Hayward was fired. As Lane Castleman, who's the former Uber communications chief, uh, he's now has his own firm called Greenbrier, he said in his talk at Dig South, you're never going to get a journalist to second-guess a juicy soundbite. Crisis is not the time to play it by ear. Minds are shut. And in the article on the website at mixonian.com, there's a link to Lane Kesselman's nine tips for dealing with crisis communication, which if that is something that you want to dive deeper into, I highly recommend this. is just a two or three page handout. But anyway, I think we can learn from Mr. Churchill's handling of this crisis. This is early in World War II. And uh, the film Darkest Hour really illustrates the situation beautifully with Gary Oldman in the title role. People on, in crisis. People want the bad news to go away, even if it's something, you know, kind of normal like electricity lost in a storm. People don't care about any leaders' personal preferences or their inconvenience. The person in charge or the person delivering the message needs to address the size and scope of the crisis to face it. Getting everybody more worked up than they already are is not good, but you can't either hide the facts and even knowing what the facts are is not exactly straightforward. Winston Churchill was brilliant at summing up the challenges and offering a response at the same time. As he famously said when he took... Shortly after taking office in 1940, he said, You ask, what is our aim? I can answer in one word it is victory. Victory at all cost, victory in spite of all terror, victory, how long and hard the road may be, for without victory, there is no survival. Why was this good communication for the context? It was clear. He repeated the word victory five times and as a note, repetition is always helpful for any key message. It was emotional and it was appealing to our deep desire to be part of something bigger than ourselves. So the takeaway, take time to get clear on the best outcome for all parties before you say anything and then acknowledge the challenge and paint a picture of where we're going. Present your vision. Sometimes it's really not a win-win. It's actually a lose-lose, at least in the short term. But remind us of what the greater good at stake is. So that's my little piece on Winston Churchill in memory of uh, the, what went he went through in May of 1940. And I hope you will come visit our website at www.mixonian.com. That's Emma's and Mary, I X O N I A N.com. And if you would like help with your interpersonal communication and becoming more visible in your industry or your company, contact me. Have a good day. Talk to you later. Bye.